Welcome to the Enrich Your Soul podcast, episode number 111, how to stop stalling on your goals. Welcome to the Enrich Your Soul podcast, a series of inspirational messages, stories, and testimonials to help you achieve your goals or just get started in creating a new positive direction in your life. I'm your host, Rich Bracken, and in each episode, I will share a new perspective through perseverance and self-awareness to help you live your best life personally and professionally. Let's get started. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Enrich Your Soul podcast. And today I'm going to be talking about uh, an issue that has plagued me for a long time uh, throughout my professional and personal life, and that is getting moving on your goals. And the reason that I say that it's it has plagued me in the past, um, it, it creeps up every now and then. But really, when I learned how to address this issue, it was a game changer. It got me into positions and and helped me achieve goals that I never thought were possible. And I'm going to give you the top four things today that helped me figure out how to get out of my own way, how to get moving on my goals, how to really get the momentum built, but how to sustain it as well as I move towards these goals, because some of them were big. And typically, the bigger the goal, the longer the journey and the more effort you're going to have to put into it. So that's what today is going to be all about because we all have big goals. We all have small and medium-sized goals as well. And sometimes those may be even the ones that are the hardest to get going on. Things that you know you should do, things that you know you can accomplish, you just can't seem to get out of your own way. And maybe you talk yourself out of it. Maybe self-doubt creeps in. Whatever the case may be, you need to move forward on what you truly want to do and you need to let nothing get in your way. These are the same feelings that I felt when pursuing my training for the New York City Marathon, when I was pursuing my 100-pound weight loss, when I've been pursuing my goals professionally, trying to you know, escalate myself on the, on the ladder and, and try to build my own businesses. And so it's, it's really critical that you think about these four things moving forward. So let's get into it. The first thing that I highly encourage you doing is figure out the priority of what you want to accomplish. If you thought about all the things that you want to do, big goals, medium goals, small goals, even if it's just I need to clean my office, you know, whatever those goals are, they don't have to be life changing goals. They could be small things that you need to accomplish. You need to figure out what the priority is. How important is it to you that you accomplish this goal, no matter how big or small it is? If it's something that's going to bring you joy, if it's something that's going to bring you some personal satisfaction, at what level is that going to be? Are you doing it? because somebody else or you think somebody else is is wanting you to do it? Are you doing it because you're trying to please somebody else or please the masses or look better on social media? You need to figure out what's most important to you. Sit down and have some quiet, dedicated time to really think through what's most important to you. What is missing in your life? What are the things that you've said, ah, you know, when I have time, I'm going to get to that. You may not have time. You may not have all the time that you think that you have. So why not dedicate the time today to figure out what is the highest priority for you? And by sitting down and doing those and write down all your goals, write down everything that you want to accomplish. And again, it doesn't have to be all life changing stuff. It could be losing weight. It could be changing your job career path. It could be, like I said, it could be cleaning your office. It could be taking your car to get tuned up. It doesn't matter. Write down everything that is on your mind that you want to accomplish and then rank them in priority order. Bucket them into different different lengths. So 
finding a new career path is going to be a longer goal than getting your oil changed in your car. So bucket those by long, medium, and short, and then prioritize them within those buckets. The minute you see them in front of you, you're going to understand what you need to do, what is most important to you, and you're now going to have a to-do list to check these things off. Because if you're like me, I have had hundreds, I have hundreds of ideas a day, which is a whole nother podcast. But I, I tend to have these things that I want to do or things that I want to accomplish. The minute I put them in written form, they become tangible targets. And so by putting those priority goals into the different buckets and then listing them in the priority of, of interest and, and, and joy for you, you will then immediately figure out what you need to do next. So sit down and do that. Dedicate that time to do uh, to, to create your lists. Number two, respect and don't remove the emotion of, tra- of chasing these goals. It's natural to feel some anxiety or some guilt or some stress about these goals. And it shouldn't be that way, but it's going to be. So by understanding what those emotions are and, and questioning those, those emotions, why do you feel that way? Why are, you, why are you anxious about losing weight? Why are you stressed about, about creating a new career path? If you're sitting in a job right now that you can't stand or that you've gone down a career path that is not bringing you any happiness and you're looking over the fence at this thing that you always wanted to do, why are you stressed about starting it? Is it the financial aspect of it? Is it the education that you have to take on? Is it just a complete left turn from what you've been doing? And so that uh, that lack of familiarity is what's causing you stress. Understand what those goals are and and understand what the stress or the, the feeling that comes along with those goals are. By understanding those feelings and respecting them, you take control back. If you stop and say, okay, I, you know, I've been thinking about redoing my website and that has stressed me out a little bit. Why? Because it's a lot. There's a lot of things to go do. And there's some things that I don't know if I'm good at doing. And that has stalled me because I want to do it as best possible. And so I wrote down all the things I needed to get done. And I started outsourcing some of them to freelancers because these were things that I knew I was going to spend a whole lot of time on. And the things that I didn't think I could do that well. And so the minute I started identifying the feelings that came along with those tasks, I found a way to solve the problem. As opposed to saying, oh, I'm just stressed about the entire project. That's not the case. I'm excited about the new project. I'm excited about the new look. I'm excited about all these things. Once I realized and respected the emotion of, of the lack of familiarity or the lack of knowledge about something it became evident to me that I had opportunities to solve those problems. So with same thing, whatever your goals are, and again, even the biggest and the smallest, understand what emotion is tied to that goal. Maybe you don't want to lose weight because somebody told you that you couldn't look good or that you weren't attractive. So why, why waste the time? Why go down that path? Why change your life? Why go through all the stress of working out and doing all the things that you're going to need to do to get in shape? If you dismiss, if you respect that emotion and say, I don't feel like doing this because somebody told me in the past that I wasn't attractive enough, and so therefore I don't think I'm ever going to be attractive. Understand what that is. Put that into words and say, I felt that way before, but I'm not going to let that individual control my path moving forward because at the end of the day, we are all responsible for our own happiness. And if that's going to make you happy, go for it. Screw everybody else. Forget everybody else's opinion. 
do what is going to make you happy. But by recognizing and respecting the emotion tied to the goal, you're going to take the control back. You're going to take the power back and you're going to find solutions to the problems. So number one, figure out the priority of the goals. Number two, tie an emotion to those goals and respect those goal, the emotions with those. Three, and this is huge, visualize the outcome. This, this is such an important part of goal achievement that I can't stress this part enough. And again, I could talk about this for hours because it has proven to be the, the most valuable tactic that I've used in goal pursuit. So when I say visualization, I'm not just saying, oh, it would be nice to lose weight or run a marathon or achieve a goal, whatever the goal is. What does that goal feel like? What does it look like? When you close your eyes and think about crossing that finish line of your goal, what, it, what, it, what emotion is, what is it going to feel like? What, is your, what are your surroundings going to look like? What is it going to smell like? What is it going to sound like? like? Visualize it holistically and imagine the joy that comes with all of those sensations. That is where you find the relentless momentum and motivation behind pursuing that goal. Because when you can visualize it, when you can picture yourself in that situation, and I, I, the example I always use is, is with the New York City Marathon. I knew when I started training, and I had never run a marathon before, and I still haven't run a marathon since, and I don't know that I ever will again. However, when I was training for the marathon, it was brutal. I mean, it was a lot of hard training. It was a lot of miles, hundreds of miles running just to train for one race. And in, in those times of running, because I was training during the summertime, I was training when I was not feeling all that best. I would, you know, I was training when I was tired. And the one thing that got me through all of that was that I had sat down when I first started training and I, when I was, and I'm a big, big believer in meditation, I visualized what I wanted crossing that finish line to feel like, sound like, look like, everything about it. I wanted to, to know every detail of what that was because in the moments that I started feeling weak or unmotivated or that I started doubting myself, I went immediately to that, to that visualization and it brought so much clarity and power to, the, to my current situation. It helped me get out of bed to go run. It helped me put my shoes on to go run. It helped me get out of the driveway because there were times that I would be standing in the driveway dressed to go run, music playing, and I wouldn't move. Because I was just like, ah, oh, why, why am I doing this? What is the point? I'm not going to win the race. Why am I doing this? And then I went to that visualization. And in that moment, I thought, I can't give up because I want to feel what that feels like. And I have a picture of myself crossing the finish line because the visualization I had was crossing the finish line on FaceTime because my family didn't travel with me to New York, crossing the finish line on FaceTime with my family so that my sons and my wife could see me crossing the finish line because they had dedicated all of their efforts to supporting me during my training. And I wanted to share that moment with them because that was so important to me. And I wanted my sons, even though they were so young, I wanted my sons to see their dad achieve something big. And I wanted them to believe in themselves because of it. And I have a picture that will forever be one of my favorite pictures of all time, where I literally have a snapshot of the visualization that I used throughout my training in a hard copy format. It was a picture of me crossing the finish line in Central Park, phone in my hand, on FaceTime, with my family, 
in tears. And it's the best feeling in the entire world to know that I made that visualization come true. So number one, figure out the priority. Number two, respect it. Don't remove the emotions that are tied to it. Number three, visualize the outcome. And finally, focus on the positive. And this really ties everything together because it it helps you, you know, once you identify your priorities, once you understand the emotions that are tied to those, and once you visualize the outcome by focusing on the positive, because negative negativity will come, obstacles will come, roadblocks will come, detours will come. And I am convinced thoroughly that those that pursue personal greatness. Now I'm not I'm not talking about external recognition. I'm talking about if you have a goal that you're very passionate about and that you're pursuing with relentless energy and that you're doing for a greater good, for yourself, for your happiness, I'm convinced that the closer you get to it, the stronger the obstacles will be and the greater the temptation to quit will be because I believe that there is a power of negativity that does not want you to achieve happiness, that does, does not want you to achieve greatness. And it is that power that will consistently try to keep you from crossing the finish line of your goal. So as you as that comes along, and, and I'm thinking about the longer goals where you have days that something happens, or you know maybe you're, you're trying to accomplish something and there's some sort of an obstacle or a detour in the road for you, focus on the positive. Maybe, maybe it's not necessarily that you need to dedicate a lot of time in one day to a project. Maybe it's 20-minute pockets. Go hard for 20 minutes, take 10 minutes off. Go hard for 20 minutes, take 15 minutes off. By building the positivity within your actions, you will overcome those obstacles and you will overcome that self-doubt and you will overcome that negativity because you're focusing on the fact that you can and that you will as opposed to focusing on the why nots and the why am I's. You're really zeroing in on why you know that you deserve to achieve this. And I empower you, I encourage you, and I implore you to find those positive moments because the challenges will come. The negativity will come. The self-doubt will come. The, the, the roadblocks will come. And you've got to focus on the positive. You've got to focus on the things that are really going to keep you driven and focused. That is really what's going to get you across the finish line. So focus on the positive. If you need to break things down a little bit more and, and, and build momentum to short chunks, again, the 20 to 25 minute pockets of, of, of work, I can't stress enough how important those are. I've gotten more done as opposed to the times where you think, oh, I got to sit down for five hours and work on, work on this project or work on this thing, or I've got to go you know, work out for two hours to, to lose weight. No, you don't. Go work out for 20 minutes. Go walk for 20 minutes. Go work on your website for 20 minutes. Go work on your presentation for 20 minutes. And then put it down, leave, go do something else, come back and get back into it. That refreshed, positive frame of mind and, and eyes on your project or, or mentality on your workouts is going to be game-changing. So figure out the priority. Respect, don't remove the emotion. Visualize the outcome and focus on the positive. Those are the four things that I have consistently used and I have coached and consulted people on the same thing with their goal achievement that have worked. And so I, I encourage you to, to take the time to focus on your goals, focus on what you want to accomplish and focus on why you should, what it looks like to be successful and the reasons that are going to keep you positive because I know you can do it. 
You know you can do it. That's the most important thing. I can think you can do it all day long, but until you think you can do it, nothing's going to change. But I know deep down inside, no matter what you're saying to yourself right now, no matter what the self-doubt has been to this point, no matter what the hesitation or procrastination has been, there's no way that you can be stopped by you with this positive frame of mind. And I have seen it in other people and I have witnessed it in myself. So it's very doable and you're going to start today. So if there, if you have any questions on any of these things or if you need some encouragement or some, some guidance on how to really dive into these four different things, let me know. Drop me an email, rich at richbracken.com. I'm happy to help you. I want to help everybody, everybody succeed in the level that they want to succeed. And there's going to be a different path. Nobody's paths are the same. And there's plenty of success to go around. So don't think for one second that just because somebody achieves something that you want to achieve, that there's not room for you too. So get after it, focus on these four things, make it happen. Let me know how I can help. Thank you all so much for supporting the podcasts for all this time. There's big things coming. I'm really, really excited for the new focus of uh, what's to come with my speaking, with my podcast and with my writing. So I'm those are my goals, and that's what I've, I've shifted my focus to. So I will be um, practicing what I preach for sure. So again, thank you for sharing the podcast, and please share this with as many people as you know, because you never know who's going to need a little bit of enrichment and a lot of goal-setting focus. Thanks. Love you all. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to the Enrich Your Soul podcast. For more information and resources, visit richbracken.com.